Hello and welcome to Praying for Serenity. My name is Eldon. This is a podcast where we are breaking down the serenity prayer piece by piece as we learn together to pray for serenity. This is episode six. And the wisdom to know the difference. What is wisdom? How do we gain wisdom? These are our questions for today. Knowledge and wisdom, I think, are different. I've heard that wisdom is the ability to apply what you know. So then knowledge would be knowing what to do and wisdom would be knowing how to do it. I don't think it's necessarily that simple, though. Wisdom can be defined as one's ability to discern situations and interactions in relationships well. It could also be having good sense or oftentimes put common sense. However, I think for someone to be considered wise, they would go beyond common sense. They would have good common sense, but also good judgment in less common situations. Wisdom is the ability to use your experience and knowledge to have insight and good judgment in a variety of situations. The definition of wisdom could have even more depth and breadth than that, but I think we can at least start the conversation from here. In the serenity prayer, we're asking for the wisdom to know. I think the author is asking for the ability to discern rightly. Discernment is the ability to detect, recognize, and or identify things that are often not obvious. Some might say it's asking for the ability to read between the lines. Even more specifically, we're asking for the wisdom to know the difference between things we can change and things we cannot change. In the last couple of episodes, we define the things we can change, the things we cannot change, and the things with which we have influence. So I think that now we have the knowledge of those things, but now we need to be able to apply that knowledge in a variety of circumstances. I think this is wisdom. Since this conversation is Christ-centered, biblically-based, I I think we need to answer the question, what does the Bible say about wisdom? The Bible has a few books that are often called wisdom literature, and most refer to Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs as the wisdom books in the Bible. And we're going to look at a few selections from the opening chapters of Proverbs here, but all of these books show wisdom in their own unique ways. And so I would encourage you to invest some time in each of these books to get a fuller picture of what the Bible says about wisdom than what we can uh, do here. Proverbs 1, and I'm just going to read multiple selections, and you may hear some pages turning, but I just want to get a good understanding of, or I guess a good baseline of what Proverbs says is wisdom. 
And this book, even the purpose and the theme of the book, it says the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning and let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. It's the first few verses of Proverbs 1. Out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square on the top of the wall. She cries out at the city gate. She makes her speech. How long will you who are simple love your simple ways? Repent at my rebuke. Then I will pour, this is wisdom talking, then I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make known to you my teachings. This is chapter two. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in blameless, whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse. Skipping on to chapter 2, verse 20. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. Chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, that is, submit to God, the Lord and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body, nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Skipping to verse 13. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she, wisdom, is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She's more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways. All her paths are peace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Some wisdom is just in knowing and knowing how to apply that knowing, especially in very difficult circumstances. However, 
Wisdom is also shown in the day-to-day through how you conduct yourself. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, sometimes patience is how it's translated, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That love, the joy, the peace, the patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is wisdom. And this is confirmed by James 3, 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but it's earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Individually, we can learn some wisdom, or in some cases, maybe God gifts you with wisdom. But I believe most of the time, we gain wisdom through community. Have you ever heard the phrase, seek wise counsel? If you're facing legal trouble, it would be prudent for you to seek wise counsel from the best trusted lawyer you can find and afford. When making big decisions, we often seek wise counsel from our family and friends. And nowadays, we even try to seek wise counsel with online purchases. One of the first things I do before buying anything is check the reviews. In that way, I'm seeking wise counsel, although trusting a stranger's opinion on the internet as wise might actually be foolish, but the point remains. That being said, the real gaining of wisdom is through the work of knowing what the Bible says, hearing from others, and sifting through that to come to an understanding of what and how to address your circumstances. Wisdom should not merely be an internal trusting your own thinking. It's not wise to go through life alone. You need community to help you accept the things you cannot change, work to influence what you can in a healthy way, and help you have the courage to act on the things you can change. I would encourage you to find community somehow. Maybe it's a community group at church. Maybe it's a local CR, Celebrate Recovery group. Um, Maybe you can meet with a trusted counselor or even there are online groups that you could meet with. And one great group for men is the Samson Society. But regardless of which one you choose, you need to find a community of people you can speak openly with about the hard things you're going through so that you can gain the wisdom to know the difference, like we will be praying in just a minute. Many would say Bible first and only as the way to wisdom. And while I understand that sentiment, and I think there's even um, good intentions behind that, 
But if you find the right community of people to surround yourself with, it won't be the Bible with others' advice separately. The two will begin to overlap. When you surround yourself with wise people who know and love the Bible, their advice will often be laced with biblical wisdom. And this is the best kind of advice. So as we pray together today, would you just think about who you're surrounding yourself with? Who's on your team? Who can you talk to about life's hard circumstances? Who is helping you gain the wisdom to know the difference between things you can change, things you can't change, things you have influence over? And if you have those people in your life already, praise God. And if you don't, would you have the courage to change that and find those people? Would you pray with me? God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen.